Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hey listeners, welcome to Go Your Own Way, the podcast that's the San Francisco treat. <laughs> this is one of your three hosts, Peter. Hi, Peter. Hi, Peter. And tonight I'm joined by our other two regular hosts, Jen. Hi. And Eric. Hello. Hi. Hi, Eric. Aside from saying hi, I think you should also say what the story is tonight. The story tonight is What Do You Wish to Remember by Storny with two R's and an N, not an M. N for Nancy. Storny. Storny. What a special snowflake. And the description is, often we do not get a choice, but this time you do. And what you pick decides your fate. It can lead you on a perilous journey through an alien abduction, take you down memory lane and recount family stories, or send you spiraling through time as you look back on your life with your aged lover. Experience the lives of Colin and Jaden as you choose your destiny in this interactive experience. Wow. There are 11 ways to die. Well, okay, Just then. so you know. Seems on par with the other stories we do. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I do like that the very first comment here is what the heck. Right? Yeah, that's pretty great. It's always nice to see someone like, heh. And there's also a comment by Storny that says, I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure what to make of this. Good. All right. Continue loving yourself. The first page simply says, what do you wish to remember? And we have three choices. Daddy, cologne, and how to open the goddamn door. Um, I think you guys know which one I want to pick. <laughs> the third one just sounded the most natural coming out of your mouth, Eric. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely... Uh, down for the goddamn door. I am so down for the goddamn door. Let's do it, Let's listeners. Do it. Yeah. Oh, god dang it! You exclaim. Your back is killing you again. Jaden! Jaden! Your wife comes waddling out of the bathroom. <laughs> Jaden is a girl's name? Yeah. Oh. Jaden Pinkett Smith. Is it a boy's no, name? No, Jada. Pinkett Smith. Jaden is, is her son. Really? Yeah. I thought Jaden was the girl. What's the girl's name? Willow. Oh, right. I mean, what? They're both gender fluid anyway, right? So I guess we shouldn't assume their pronouns. <laughs> Jaden! I can't for the life of me remember how this thing works. That's a door. Oh my god. Oh my god. She comes closer to you with her walker and reaches her hand up. Then she stops. Colin, I can't remember how to open the door either. Jaden! She turns around. I'm gonna make us some potatoes. Mash them up, otherwise I can't chew it. I know. The grandchildren visit. Hopefully they know how to work doors. Jaden is knitting a sweater for your cat. And you are watching golf when you hear the doorbell ring. Wait, I thought she was making potatoes. Does this mean there are no longer potatoes? Well, potatoes take a long time to cook if you cook them whole. So oh, maybe true. they're sitting 
boiling or whatever. That's fair. Also, Jen, have you ever knit a sweater for your cat? No. I think my cat would kill me if I tried to put it on her. (laughs) My cat's a bitch. Cats don't like clothes. (laughs) Cats don't like people. (laughs) That's fair. I'll get it, you say as you struggle to stand up. You hobble over to the door, hunched over because gall... Gall darn it. Your back isn't like it used to be. You open the door and see some little monsters on your porch. You scream. Grandpa! It's just us again! You always do this! The little monster is going to eat you! Oh my god! You turn to run away and fall literally immediately. Grandpa! Oh, it's a little girl. Grandpa! (laughs) The little girl sounds amused, yet exasperated. Oh, right! It's a little girl, your granddaughter. Ah, Patrice, hello! Come give your grandpa a kiss. Grandpa! You're on the floor and my name is... Ah, come on, Kelly. She sighs and helps you up and then hugs you and gives you a kiss. Aww. You're inspecting a very mysterious thing you find on the counter. You think it's moving. Jaden! Jaden, come look at this! Jaden makes her way over to you. Five minutes later, she's at your side, and you're both looking at the mysterious thing. Colin! It's an olive. Oh! You both begin laughing. You start coughing a lot. Jaden takes some pills. You forget everything. Love. Aww. You both had a long night last night. You couldn't find your slippers, and Jaden couldn't get into bed without falling over. But now it's morning, and you're holding her on the bed and kissing her wrinkly forehead. Do you remember when we started dating? How could I forget? End game and leave comments. What the hell kind of game did you get us into, Eric? I don't Well, listeners, if you like this story, tell us on Facebook. (laughs) We only made one damn choice. (laughs) Yeah, that Mm. was... That was a little what the heck. And possibly incredibly disrespectful of old people just a little bit they they definitely crossed the line from loving perhaps slightly humorous dementia into turning old people into hilarious clowns yeah should we try another choice since i think that was literally like five minutes of story i guess so we get Peter's ready for no, I'm kidding. Like, no, I'm kidding. Five minutes is all. I already, I already had some sleep. Um, Fuck you. So there's Daddy and there's Cologne. Yup. Let's go with. I'm kind of leaning towards Daddy. Okay. Let's have some Daddy issues, listeners. Oh boy. All right. Her tentative eyes flicker up, flickered up to her audience. Large and doe-like, her big brown orbs never really changed as she grew older. Do people's eyes usually change? Like, mm. they get your more eyes wrinkly. are usually your eyes. I mean, like, the skin around them gets wrinkly, but like... I mean, I guess maybe you get cataracts or something. But it doesn't sound like that really applies to this age. Right, yeah. Alright. You'd think she was still a little girl and not a grown woman. 
She gave a small smile, feeling awkward, never really settling her gaze on anyone. Instead, she stared straight through them to the wall and struggled to stay calm. She took a shaky breath in before she spoke into the microphone. Her voice echoing throughout the room startled her, making her even more uneasy. Everyone knows how amazing my family is. Um, was. Her smile faltered for a moment. It's kind of difficult for me to decide where to start. We can choose growing up, daddy's voice, mommy's kisses, mistakes, our house, Christmas. Um, I'm going to vote for daddy's voice since we chose daddy. Daddy's voice. Daddy. Her heart stopped a little when she said that. A small sob escaped from her lips. She bit down on her fist to keep herself from breaking down in front of everyone. When she felt as if she could continue, her voice spoke up again. There's no doubt in in my mind that he was the best dad in the entire world. Partly because he lived in the mindset of a child. He loved to play with us, play with us and he, al- he was always so goofy. Him and Alexander had the same green eyes that always looked as if they knew something more than you did. Like they saw a truth to the universe you didn't know existed. There's no doubt in my mind why Mommy fell in love with him before they were even in high school. Danny is one of those dream boys that every girl wants, but nobody really looked deep enough to find that in him, to find that in him besides my mommy. Okay, can I just say that it is a little creepy to have a grown woman say mommy and daddy. Yeah, it I just agree. weirds me out a little bit. If you do that, like, I mean, that's just like a thing you do. Like, I don't necessarily think that, you know, you're some sort of bizarre uber child <laughs> just because you do that. It just weirds me out a little bit. (laughs) Anywho, he was so incredibly selfless for his entire family. He was always sacrificing things for us, and he would never complain. Even when his musical career on Broadway took off, he always made sure he had time for us. He never went a day without coming home. Isn't that incredible? And wow, Daddy was so talented. He had the most amazing singing voice I've ever heard. And that's true even now. And lucky for us, he loved to sing. Our house would always be filled with the sound of his voice. It was like our own personal background music. My favorite nights were when he sung me to sleep. I remember one time I was going downstairs pretty late at night to get a snack when I was little, but I stopped when I saw Mommy and Daddy in the living room. I sat down really quietly, and I watched them. They were dancing in the middle of the living room, and at first I thought it was in complete silence. But as I looked closer, I saw that he was singing very softly in Mommy's ear. And I think that shows really quickly what type of person he was. He was my Mommy's music, even when there wasn't any. What next? Daddy's voice. Mommy's kisses. Mistakes. Our house. Christmas. Growing up. That's enough stories. Um. Well, I chose the last one. (laughs) <laughs> the one that says end which i assume no, ends I, everything i said i chose the last one not i choose the last one oh okay <laughs> i thought you were like i'm done with no. this story i want to keep going i heard enough I about know. these people i'm kind of done with the story but let's pick mistakes <laughs> i am down with mistakes which one was the real mistake listeners picking the story <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Eric, but this is terrible. When it comes to our family, there are things I regret every day. I regret the time I screamed at mommy and daddy and told them I hated them because they sided with Felicity when we were in an argument. Way to load the details into that one. I regret the time I hit Felicity and didn't talk to her for a week straight. I regret all the things I did when I was young because I didn't mean any of them. I had the perfect family and I was wasting precious time with them. I never really looked, took into consideration that I'd be here one day wanting them back with every ounce of my being. What next? Let's do Christmas. Christmas time was always wonderful. Before anything, we'd go out to a Christmas tree farm and take turns picking what tree we wanted. I always picked the trees that I thought smelled the best. Mommy did the same. Daddy got the trees he thought were the most unique, and Alexander and Felicity both preferred big ones. Yeah, they did. No matter which did. one was picked. <laughs> they know what they like. <laughs> no matter which one was picked, we all ended up loving it. Decorating the tree was always a mess, but that's what always made it so special. We all had our own ideas on how we wanted to decorate the tree. So to avoid arguments, we were all allowed our own section to decorate as we pleased. I would tie crystals to the tree with strings and put white fairy lights around them so they would reflect the light and glow. After that, we all helped decorating the house. My favorite decoration was a little fake deer Mommy bought that had a red bow tied around its neck. One of our cats, Pumpkin, used to curl up around it and treat it like her baby. Up until Christmas, the house smelled of wood burning from the fireplace, nutmeg, and peppermint. It was like constantly being surrounded with happiness. One year, we loved it so much, and Alexander was a year from graduating and was bitter that he wouldn't be able to experience it anymore. So we started a tradition where we'd leave the Christmas stuff up, stuff up the entire senior year of every kid. <laughs> it took the pain away a little bit every time somebody grew up. How many kids were there? I think uh, four. Four? God damn. No, three. three. Yeah, there's you, Alexander, and Felicity. Hmm. Also, um, apparently this person never had a real Christmas tree, but uh, those motherfuckers die. <laughs> like, yeah, they do. If If you keep that thing in your living room for a whole year, eventually you just have a big stick. <laughs> like that is actually kind of a terrifying reminder of the death of all of us like, and the death of Christmas right that's not well that's not a good I guess I know who's gonna leave their tree up all year round <laughs> oh man all right Christmas Eve was everyone's favorite. We'd spend the day baking treats like cookies and cakes and pie, and we'd all wear our comfiest pajamas and fuzzy socks and gather around the fireplace in the living room and watch Christmas movies on TV while we ate all the junk food. We were tired and drunk off love by the time we gathered ourselves to go up to our rooms and fall asleep. Well, except for me. From when I was a baby all the way up to adulthood, Daddy would carry me up to my room. I was always the baby of the family. What? What? Like your dad was carrying you up to your room when you were 17 and tucking you in on Christmas Eve? That is... Whoa. It's okay. We were drunk off love. Yeah. 
that's how incest porn starts. Good to know. On Christmas morning, whoever woke up first, which was always me, then just say I always woke up first, goddammit, would go around and wake everyone else up. <laughs> We'd all gather at the top of the stairs, count down from three, and then run down into the living room, and presents galore. We'd all sort out our own presents, gather them around us, and then open them one at a time so that everyone got to have their own moment. Being the baby, of course, I always went first. My favorite Christmas present was when Alexander bought me a really amazing witchery kit filled with all types of gems and crystals and tools and a handbook. As of lately, I spend Christmas going over the memories instead of actually doing anything. It's what I prefer. I've never gotten a witchery kit before. <laughs> I mean, have you ever expressed an interest? They should just know what I want. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what next, Eric? Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, growing up? Sure. Ah, that's right, her siblings. Despite the tragic event, she couldn't help but smile warmly at the memories. Everyone here knew them. You all know how wonderful they are. Who do I even start with? Alexander or Felicity? Girls before boys. Felicity! Felicity! My big sissy, that's what I called her from age four all the way until now. Her gaze lowers for a minute, a moment. So beautiful and perfect, she always knew what she was doing. But that, that never stopped her from being amazingly kind. She wasn't like most big sisters in the aspect of them giving their little sisters beauty tips. She didn't do that, not unless I asked. She never wanted to implement the idea that I needed those tips, but she wouldn't withhold for me. And the thing is, she always ended her tips in a very specific way. But you can do whatever you want with it. And I think that just means so much. She'd say, this is how I do it, Cecily. But you can do whatever you want with it. She knew I was my own person. She really helped me love how I am, even though I'm so different. When most people saw her, they saw the perfect girl that was all smiles and beauty and talent. I saw that and so much more. I saw the girl that cried hysterically at dumb drama shows that weren't made for people as smart as she was, but she loved them so much. I saw the girls that saw the girl that always made a mess when she tried to cook. I saw the girl that was always wearing fuzzy socks because she liked that they could slide across the hard floor and they kept her warm. I saw the breakups and the fury. I was there with it through it all. I knew everything about my big sissy. She was my best friend. I loved her more than everything. A different kind of love from romance. My amazing sister. Aww. What now? Or Alexander? Uh... That, that line kind of threw me off at the very end there. A different kind of love from romance. Who was um... assuming that? The weird incest porn people. I guess so. Yeah, no, I. you have a point. Like, when you're talking about your sister, people sort of assume that you're not talking romantically. Well, depends on where you live. I don't think there's anywhere where speaking romantically about your sister is still cool. That one story that we did? Oh, yeah, no, that's true. I actually recently read a book series where the... Uh, well, the two sort of main characters are uh, an incestuous adopted brother and sister. Hot. 
Right. <laughs> Are we going to read about Alexander or do we not care? No, we might as well hear about Alexander, right? Yeah. All right. To me, Alexander was always like a superhero. Always so much older than me, so wise. When I was a kid, he seemed so mysterious and otherworldly. He always treated me so incredibly kind, like I was his princess. He used to pick me up and hold me on his shoulders, and because he was so tall, I felt like I was flying. He always called me his little Cecilily. A big smile overcame her face. She was looking into the distance wistfully. And wow, he was so smart, too. That kid that got amazing school grades. And he was such an amazing scientist when he grew up, he used to... She choked a little on her tears. He used to make these dumb little experiments with me. They were so arbitrary compared to what he used to be doing. But he did them just to make me happy. Things with eggs and my dolls. Little tricks to impress me. He was always there to make me believe he was magical. I miss him every day. I really do. Well, that's what scientists are. They're modern day magicians. Right? Creating the real magic. Well, I don't know if Storny is creating the real magic. (laughs) I mean, I... I really want to see if any of these has a goddamn point to them. Like, I'm just like clicking on stuff now. Like, it's just walls and walls of text. It's just text. With just nothing. Like, nothing's happening. It's just like, my family was the bestest ever. And then you die too. Yes. Like, (laughs) Right at the end of these, she puts a gun to her head and is like, and now I will join them. Fuck, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the freaking point of this is. End it. Well, if we, click, if we click, yeah, that's enough stories. I wonder if we'll see what the ending is, since it says end on it. All right. When Sicily finishes her stories, she looks up at her audience, all living, breathing people, all of whom do not include her family she loves so dearly. Over the years, she's wrinkled, she's shrunk, she's grown up, and she's grown old. But she's never let go of these memories. Felicity lay at her side in a casket, forever peacefully asleep. But as she looks up at the four empty seats she'd requested in the back of the audience, she knows they're sitting there, and she knows that they're not as they were when they died. They're now... They're how they were in her memories. Bright eyes, soft skin, smiles. Mommy holding Daddy's hand, Alexander looking proud, Felicity looking solemn and lovely. She lifts up a hand and waves to them. A month later, she finally joins them. So we weren't completely wrong. Not completely. But mostly. This is sucky. (laughs) I mean, I feel like the sort of conceit here was that we would be a single person choosing memories to go over but we're it's clearly just different stories i don't know how to process like i had the bestest family ever and then they all died and then i died Hmm. is the point that if you if you hate your family you won't be compelled to kill yourself when they're all gone like well shall we um abstain from the cologne story and let our listeners explore that on their own 
I gotta say, I'm not super excited about exploring it. Like, Well, you should, listeners. Yes. Tell us what the 11 ways to die are. They were clearly in Cologne, and we clearly missed them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess we didn't. Well, was that considered a death, the one we just had? Uh, mm. Because we did die, and it was an ending. Yeah. I mean, kinda. We died. What happened at the end of the old people one? Uh, We blanked out at remembering the time we first started dating. Oh, yeah. So that's not a death. No. Mm-mm. And it does say there are 11 ways to die in the adventure route. Oh. So we picked okay. everything but the stupid adventure? Yeah. What the That apparently. Frick? Right? How does how to open the goddamn door not lead to adventure? Well, listeners, you can play What Do You Wish to Remember? By Storny on ChooseYourStory.com. Do we wish to remember this? I guess that we'll we'll leave that up to you. (laughs) Tell us on Facebook whether we should remember this or erase this memory from our brains. Using alcohol and a blender. At (laughs) Facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. Or on Twitter at GoYourOwnWayPod. You can also find us on iTunes by searching for Go Your Own Way in the podcast section. And mm-hmm. I guess also on Overmental.com. And Patreon. And Patreon. In if case, you want to give us money. Yes, in case you would like to support us in a financial manner. I wouldn't base that decision on this episode, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> this is terrible. If you ever want to consider giving us money, listen to a different episode. You know, like the one where we eat babies. Yeah, that's a good that's episode. A good yeah. Or any of the ones where I read a whole bunch of curse words. True. Yeah. We have some really good ones in there. Sorry to make you listen to this one. <laughs> but if you have suggestions for a better story for us to read next time, please feel free to... You know, shoot us a message on Facebook or, you know, send us a tweet. Yeah, I mean, presumably it'll be Jen's turn to read next week. And I would love suggestions before I try picking something. (laughs) We have to leave you listeners now. And bye. For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit Overmental.com. Thanks for listening.